We all have expectations when we see something, when we buy something, when we meet someone. We might be eager, we might be excited, we might be a little bit nervous. So many hopes, so much expectation. I wonder, what are your expectations like for God? What is it you expect God to do for you? What is it you expect Jesus to do in your life? No more debt, no more pain, a bigger house, better friends, better health to to fix our broken world, to stop the spread of the coronavirus. What is it you expect of Jesus? In our passage, we see a large crowd who had big expectations for what Jesus was going to do for them. But as we'll see, Jesus did something very different. Jesus did something unexpected. So let's turn to our passage. The city is a buzz. Everyone's talking about it. He's here, he's here, they're shouting, itching, eager, so keen to get out of the house and see him that they're not even fully dressed, they can't get their shoes on in time. He's here, he's here, they're shouting. For over 750 years, your country, your city, Jerusalem, has been held under the the grip of one ruling and occupying nation after another, and for the last 90 years it's been the Romans. But things were changing. You can feel it in the air, you can taste it in your mouth. Oh yes, things were changing because Jesus is here. For three years you've been hearing about this man, this, this carpenter's son out of Nazareth. The man who's been all over the place healing people and casting out demons, putting those religious elites in their places. He's fed thousands from scraps, so you heard. He's raised the dead to life, he's walked on water calming storms he's taught with such wisdom and authority oh yes things were changing you can feel in the air you can taste it in your mouth oh yes things were changing because jesus is here he's here he's here they're shouting hosanna praise be to god save us jesus they're clamoring over each other trying to rush to the gates of the city just to meet this man the whole city must be out you can't even see the pavement in front of you for the number of people who are swelling around you the only thing you can hear above the crowd is the pounding of your heart in your chest as you're excited he's here he's here they're shouting and you're shouting with them Hosanna, praise be to God, save us, Jesus. All these years of waiting, waiting for someone to come and liberate you from the hands of the Romans, waiting for someone to come and free you so that you can truly live, waiting for the heir of the house of David. David, that great king who lived over a thousand years ago, a legend, a man who ruled well, who loved his people. A warrior king who freed Israel from the tyranny of all their oppressors. David, to whom God promised he would have a son who would sit on his throne forever. An heir, a a son, a king who was prophesied of hundreds of years ago and he's here. No more taxes to Caesar. No more Roman governors telling you and I what to do. Oh no, you're shouting, Hosanna, praise be to God, save us, Jesus. 
Can you feel it in the air, brothers and sisters? Can you taste it? He's here. Our warrior king, our fearless leader, our vengeful liberator. He's here, riding into the city gates, riding tall on a donkey. No. The crowds are ecstatic. They're spreading their cloaks in front of him on the path for him to walk on. Spreading their cloaks as if he's someone special, as if he's royalty, as if he's a king. The people are crying, Hosanna. Hosanna is a, a, an old Aramaic word that simply means save. But over time, this word Hosanna became a, a word of expectation. Praise God. That's how we have it in our reading. You could say, praise God for the one who has come to save. Praise God for the son of David. They cry. Praise God, Hosanna. This is him. This is Jesus, the one, the one we've been waiting for, the heir of David's throne. This is our true and rightful king. Down with Rome. He's here. He's here. They're shouting and you're shouting with him. Hosanna. Praise God. Save us, King Jesus. Things aren't always what they seem, are they? Our expectations might be out of place when they come smack into reality. But he's here, this man of so much expectation. They expected a warrior. They wanted a warrior. But here he is, this, this man, plainly dressed and riding in on a donkey's child. But still, there's time. I mean, he's here now. That's what matters. He's arrived. Look at the crowds of thousands of people swelling around you. But how quickly it'll all change. How quickly this day of eagerness and excitement and praise for this man, who you would make your king, how quickly this will turn to chaos and bloodshed and disappointment when in just about a week's time he will be crucified he's here but he's not what they expected a bit like Yoda I feel like like we're being watched away put your weapon I mean you no harm I am wondering why are you here I'm looking for someone Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> right. Help do I can? Yes. I don't think so. I'm looking for a great warrior. Oh! <laughs> great warrior? Oh! <laughs> Wars not make one great. <laughs> oh. Jesus was the one the prophet spoke of. Jesus was the promised heir of David's throne. Jesus was the Messiah, God's chosen and anointed one. But like how Luke Skywalker had a, a different idea of what a great warrior might look like, so would this huge crowd soon become disappointed with their king. A warrior king comes riding triumphant in a carriage uh, behind a, a great war horse, not, not sitting on a baby donkey. You see, Jesus had come to liberate them, to set them free, to bring them peace to this nation and to the whole world, but not in the way they were expecting. 
not in the way they were hoping for. They wanted Jerusalem and Israel to be broken free from the hands of the Romans. They wanted a revolution. And here comes Jesus, so much expectation, so much excitement. A a war horse was a symbol of might, of power, of strength. A young donkey, however, that was something else. That was a a symbol of peace, a fulfilment of a centuries-old prophecy from Zechariah. You see, Jesus, the true king, the true heir to David's throne, had come to liberate them. But not from the hands of the Romans. Jesus came to liberate them from death. Jesus had come to set them free, but not from the grip of tyranny, no, from the grip of their own sin over them. Jesus had come to bring them peace, but not a peace for a nation in a time no true peace peace of knowing god peace of knowing that god can be their friend once more that they could be in relationship with god that they would not be punished for all the times that they'd forgotten and neglected god or broken his good laws peace of knowing that they could be forgiven for every wrong thing they ever have done every wrong thing they do now and every wrong thing they'll do in the future But that's not what the crowds were expecting. I wonder, what were you expecting? What sort of rescue do you expect of Jesus? What do you wish Jesus would do for you? What do you expect Jesus to do for you? Make your life easier? No more debts, no more pain? That all your prayers will be answered? that you'll get the best stuff, that he'll take away this coronavirus, that he'll reverse the effects of global warming. Because if that's what you expect, if that's what you're after, you'll be greatly disappointed. But if you come to Jesus on his terms, as he is seeing what he offers peace with God, the ultimate joy of a relationship with God to be loved beyond your wildest dreams by the creator of the entire universe. To know for sure and certain that you are forgiven of every wrong thing you ever have done, do today and ever will do in the future. If you come to Jesus on his terms, as he is, seeing what he offers, you'll meet someone so much, much better than you ever expected. God won't always change our circumstances. He won't always take things away, not in the way we would want, often not in the time scales we would want. But God never promised to do that for us. What he has promised us is a sure and certain hope that through it all, we have the joy of a relationship with him now in this life and the peace of an eternity with him forever in the future. It's eternity. An eternity that we share with everyone who has ever loved him forever. With no poverty, no pain, no coronavirus, no broken planet. How? Because this Jesus, this true and perfect King, this Messiah, 
went to the cross to take our punishment for us so we wouldn't have to because Jesus promised to one day come back and make this whole broken world right again because Jesus has given us now today those who believe his holy and life-giving spirit to live inside of us inside of all his friends today that's how much he loves you that is what he offers us isn't that much better than anything you ever expected Hosanna praise God for the son of David blessing on the one who comes in the name of the Lord praise God in the highest heaven save us King Jesus praise God for sending his son Jesus Christ to rescue us not in the way we wanted but in the way that we needed Hosanna the crowd cries and we cry it with them Hosanna praise God for the one who comes to save praise God for the one who has come and has saved Hosanna praise God for Jesus Please bow your heads to pray. Our loving, gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for your every good gift and blessing to us. Thank you for your Son, Jesus. Thank you that you know exactly what we need and that you have made it possible for us to receive it. Peace with you as your forever friends because of Jesus. Thank you for giving each of us who love you, your friends, your Holy Spirit to live inside us, to keep us in relationship with you, to bring us joy and comfort, to make us more like Jesus. Father God, as Easter approaches, give us courage to cry Hosanna in front of our friends, knowing that you have saved us. Give us courage to invite our friends to come and see more of you like that crowd. And by your spirit, open their eyes to the wonder of who you are and what you have done. Amen.